Happy birthday, America. This is the 4th of July, and we're just wanting to celebrate freedom from afar. Thankful and proud to be an American. This week, we're going to be talking about some things that happened over the last week, some baptisms, some great church, all kinds of amazing things. A trip to the airport to pick someone up, a little spoiler for you. And we're just going to talk about the goodness of the Lord and all that He's doing. Before we do that, go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee, come back, and we'll dive into it. Like last week, you guys may hear a little bit of background noise. I've uh, had to move my studio. I'm now uh, recording in our room. I moved out of the office and handed it over. We've converted it to a bedroom for the next 60 days. Uh, we have a guest here, Silas Alton from Newcastle, Indiana. He's staying with us over the next 60 days, so he'll be here for a little while. Uh, possibly get him in on a podcast. He's still recovering from the travel. Anybody that's ever been to PNG, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Uh, from Indiana, which is where he's from, it's a 14-hour time difference. So that means that he has jumped forward in time by 14 hours, and that kind of takes that out of you for the first couple of days here. So we was able to pick him up on Sunday. It was great. We pulled in, and we, we actually thought we was running a little behind, but his plane was actually running a little behind. Uh, we got there in plenty of time. And then as we was waiting, he was getting his luggage and everything was going going pretty well. And uh, Ezekiel was able to get into the lounge and, and help him out there and, and get his stuff and bring everything out. And that was just, just great to see him and, and know that he made it here safe. So Johnny and Scarlett, if you're listening, I, I assure you that he is doing well here. He's having a great time and he's he's actually kind of falling right in with the people he you know he's been to the market already one of the roadside markets he's been to town he's been to a couple of villages i mean he's just going out and going after it he's experiencing Papua new guinea which is a great great thing um sunday as well we went out to anglip outreach and brother joseph amuk preached you guys remember joseph he was on on one of our podcasts, and uh, he, he's a great young man. He was going through the discipleship process with us and done some training with me for a long time. It was about eight weeks, I believe. And whenever we finished that up, he actually went to the university there in Garoka, and he is studying business. But he was here in the Highlands this weekend, and they're on semester break. We get him for a little while. Him and Willie are both home. Uh, but we got out there, and, and he just preached the house down. I tell you, he done a great job. Uh, I, I wasn't on the program. I wanted to go hear him preach, so I went out there. and Man, he just he just preached a masterpiece. The altars filled up, and as the altars were filling up, you know, people began to pray and repent, and everyone went back to their seats, and they asked, just like we always do here in PNG, they asked if anyone wanted to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, and we had two precious souls raise their hand. And since I was there, I was like, hey, let's go ahead and do it. I would be honored to be the one to baptize you. And we went down to the river there in Anglip, and we was able to baptize them. The awesome thing of it is, though, 
you know, it's it's always great to have anyone get baptized. If there's one or if there's a hundred and one or a thousand and one, you know, all of heaven rejoices over one soul. But, uh, you know, the, the cool thing about it is this is an outreach church. So that basically we call it like a bush church, right? Uh, the, the top of it is a tarp. That's what the roofing is. Uh, the sides of it are all made out of bamboo blind. And it's a it's an outreach church. Uh, this is the first two people that have been baptized in Jesus' name from this church. So it was an honor and a privilege to be there on that day when that happened. It was just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, we we was able to to get back. You know, we we went to church that morning there. And we got Silas that afternoon. Everything was going pretty great, and things continue to do so. You know, it's been awesome to be able to see Silas kind of dive into the into the ways here and he he actually just got back from poland not too long ago and uh, he had a couple of days back in america and then he flew right over here so i'm sure he's wiped out uh just an update on ezekiel 2 i'm sitting here right now as we speak it's on my desk i have an extension for his uh, visa that i'm going to be turning in over the next couple of days at the ica y'all be praying about that you know how I always say that immigration is one of the biggest hurdles that a missionary has. Uh, we was able to get him approved for his 60-day visa, which puts him here until August the 27th. That would be all well and good, but our conference isn't until uh, the week of the 16th. It's actually the um, 14th, 15th, and 16th of, of September, so we need him here for that. And we've already purchased our return tickets to come back to America. Where this gets tricky, the the big thing here is, if this goes through all well and good, that'll put him through plenty of time where we can get out of here before we have to worry about you know any any type of uh, penalties or anything like that. But if for any reason this gets hung up or this doesn't get processed in, a, in an adequate amount of time, or pretty much anything, if anything goes wrong with this. Uh, the the potential is he's going to be here. It's it's right around so August. We, we've got August twenty seventh. If if he is here for more than twenty nine days after the the deadline, so twenty nine days after his visa expires, it costs three thousand kina for him to leave the country. So we definitely don't want that to happen. I understand if our conference is that early in September that we probably won't incur any fees. But with the, on the other side of that token, when we come back to America, we have to apply for Ezekiel to uh, get his residency here. That means work permits, his own visas, all of his own stuff so he can come back with us when we come back from deputation. So everybody be praying that everything goes smooth that we're able to get him out without any type of any type of immigration fees or immigration penalties or anything that may go along with that. Uh, that way we can get him home, get him all squared away, and get him back over here without any trouble. Uh, anybody that knows how how we operate, you know, we're, we're a family deal over here. We 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 do everything as a family. Uh, you know, we, we've got two kids and they're, they're both married back in the States. So that makes us have four kids, right? And then we have, uh, a granddaughter. So, so total, we have, we have two daughters, two sons, the two oldest are married. So that puts us at six kids plus a grandkid. 
And here in the field, Ezekiel and Adriana, they, they play a key part of what we have going on. Ezekiel's over the music ministry. He helps us with conference things. He teaches them songs. He's the one that does all of the research, downloads all the lyrics, learns all the sheet music or or all all of the sounds and all of that. And he, do, he does all of that stuff. If I was to do it, I'd be plugging my phone in, hitting the play button, and just letting her roll. So we're thankful that Ezekiel's over here to help. He's also a great, great mentor for our youth here. Uh, a lot of them like to hang out with him. You know, they'll go places and do things. And it's really great to be able to see him, you know, just, just thrive in ministry and see see these people, you know, that, that are really clinging on to him. It's, it's great to see. Uh, even with Silas over here, you know, Silas has been able to be around him quite a bit over the past couple of days. And, he, you know, just, just seeing the impact that he can have on people both here in Papua New Guinea, back in America, all around the world. Everywhere we go, I mean, we was in Fiji, and, and the youth of Fiji just kind of flocked towards him. Everywhere we go, you know, he's just got that 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 draw to him. So be praying that everything works out. We can get everything here done to get him back, and we can get everything done in the U.S. to get him back over here on permanent status. Um, if we're able to do that, he'll be good to go for three years. Basically, the way the Papua New Guinea immigration works, this is a great thing. Uh, you know, I'm usually complaining about immigration, but we actually have something that goes really well here in PNG. If you're here for five years, you can actually apply for permanent residency, which means that you're still a citizen of your home country. You don't deny or relinquish anything because that's just not going to happen. Uh, so basically what you do is you apply for permanent status, which is you, you go down to Moresby for like a month, you, you take some testing, you do some things where you're, uh, you know, why are you here, what is your what is your five-year plan, what is your 10-year plan, what, what do you guys see in the future, and you actually fill out the paperwork, you get, it, it, once you're approved, you get a sticker put in your passport, it's good for the life of that passport, once that passport expires, you mail in your new passport, you get a new one that's 10 years, and you never have to go through this process again, it's just permanent residency so whenever i say permanent i mean permanent once once you get approved for this it, you're golden as long as you don't do anything crazy you're, you're good to go and that would eliminate the the every three year thing that we have to do with our work permits with our visas with all of that it would save us thousands of dollars in the long run because Every time you do this, you have to pay, right? I mean, you have to pay the application fee. You have to put, pay the, the processing fee. You have to pay the fee for the fee and then the fee for that fee. You guys know how it is. And then you got to pay the credit card fee. Then you got to pay this fee. It's insane. It, but once we get to that point, you know, it'll be great. With that being said, though, Ezekiel, his, his first visa, it started back in 2019. So that already gives him a three-year advantage. Uh, so 2019, now he'll get his visa, and that one will expire in 2025, and he'll be able to apply for permanent residency after that. Just the same as us. Uh, the thing that, that goes for the other three of us, though, that's so amazing is, you know, whenever we uh, apply for, we, we've already applied for our visa, so by the time we get back to America, Lord willing, all of our paperwork will be completed so we can just focus on Ezekiel. So be praying about all of those things. Visa stuff is crazy stuff. Like I said in the past, it's just insane, all of the things uh, that we have to do. Uh, we have a great 
big work day coming on Thursday of this week. We have all of our uh, Western Highlands. We have all of our Jowaka and all of our Shimbu. All of those churches are going to be coming over to help construct a Bible college. I said it. We're going up over the next couple of couple of weeks here. Uh, I'm excited about that. We got John Cooley out here welding right now. He's putting some beams together. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to go get some some metal to to put down some sheet metal so that we can put the, put them for the base of our pillars. Wednesday, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, we're going to have all of those folks come out. We're going to dig the holes for the footers. We're going to dig them down three feet. They're going to come up three feet. So we got six feet total, three feet in the ground, three feet out of the ground. We have some pretty crazy earthquakes over here every once in a while so we got to make sure we got some room for some rock in there uh and then once we get the the footers poured we'll wait a couple of days we'll put the plates on put the bolts in we'll erect the uh, side frames and then we'll put the beams on top once that's finished we'll be thrown on the roofing irons that should all be happening over the next couple of weeks and we'll also be flipping a couple of our buildings back in the back to face the church area. So exciting stuff's happening here. I can't wait to see what God's going to do. Uh, we was able to 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 talk to Brother Satoki when we was in Fiji, offer him, you know, a a scholarship to come over here if he's able to make it over here for for Bible College. That would be amazing. Uh, there's a great need for for growth in Fiji. Keep praying for them guys. They're doing a great work there. But there's always room for improvement. They, they've got, got a lot going on. They've got a lot of churches there. We just need to be praying that God will send them a great revival. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that revival isn't coming. Revival is here, right? The Bible, it talks about, you know, praying for laborers. We need more laborers. We need more people to go out into the fields. We need more people to outreach. We need more people to start churches. We need people to go into the bush and start churches, right? So we need all of these things to happen. Just keep on praying. Uh, I've got a, a FaceTime call scheduled with Brother CO tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the great things happening in the Solomon Islands. I can't wait to talk to him to see what they've got going on. I know they've got this new nightclub that they've flipped and turned into a church. That's good stuff right there. If, if that doesn't give you a little bit of a hallelujah breakdown, just hearing that, uh, you you need to pray. <laughs> so Brother Co he he was doing a home Bible study with a man in the Solomon Islands. He was in Ahonria, and they was doing a Bible study, and they they began to study the Word of God. And this man was compelled to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. He was baptized, and a couple of weeks later, this man comes to Brother Co, and this man says, "Hey, you know, I've got this nightclub, but I feel like the Lord wants me to turn it into a church." So that very day, they took the nightclub sign down. They got everything ready, put up a church sign, and they're having church in that building. Every Sunday, they're having church. Man, God is good. I tell you what. Great things are happening in the South Pacific. Great revivals being poured out on the, on the people here. And stay tuned for some more great updates that are coming our way. I tell you what, I'm excited with the conferences we have coming up. I just confirmed one for August. We got another one in September and a potential another one sometime in August. So these are all regional events that we're excited and, and just blessed to be a part of. I can't wait to see what God has in store. We'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast to all your friends. Our listenership is going down a little bit. Part of it's my fault because I skipped a week, 
But hey, you know, we, we was traveling with Fiji. Things came up. My grandfather died. We, we had all these things come up all at one time, and I just took a week off. I apologize, but we're back in the saddle and ready to go again. So please, please, please share this podcast and give us five stars on Apple. It'll really help us. Write out a review on how you feel and no holds barred. If you love us, let us know. If you don't like us, let us know. There may be a couple of changes we're willing to make, but we'll never waver. God bless y'all.